0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said.
1: Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table.
0: Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table. The table that will make their dreams come true. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And today we are deep diving Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We are returning to a galaxy far, far away. Not too long ago from where we last visited the Star Wars universe. We last covered uh, Star Wars visions. And not too long before that, uh, we covered another Star Wars series, I think. I don't recall, but anyways, we don't always cover video games, but when we do, we tackle the big dogs, and so we're tackling Jedi Survivor, I'm not alone in this endeavor, however, with me as always is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop, Grandmaster, please enlighten me, Jedi Survivor, is this your first Star Wars game, is this your... First game you played outside of the Arkham series, what 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 is Jedi Survivor to you? Uh
1: this is not my first uh Star Wars game. Oh. Uh this is not the first game I played outside of Arkham series nor oh. was the Arkham series the first game series I've ever played. Uh what was, was that all your questions? Uh
0: What is Survivor to you?
1: survivor well i'll tell you going in you know uh it's a clearly obviously a sequel to uh star wars jedi fallen order and with that said i had i had i had expectations going into this game no doubt uh because i really enjoyed the predecessor and i think that's fair to say to come in with some expectations which i try not to do when it comes to movies and whatnot or series but with games i think you can because there's that extra third layer of experience with you know obviously the handheld uh controls of whatever you know that's part of the gaming experience you can have a great story but if the actual game sucks then what's the point or vice versa so i had some expectations coming in and jedi survivor i would say is uh it's a lukewarm follow-up. I'll say that.
0: Gasp!
1: Lukewarm.
0: Lukewarm. Why yes. not a, not enough Batman, not enough the- counters, triangle the counter.
1: It's not about counters. <laughs> uh, I think when it comes to great video games, I, I think story is very important. I think story sells. Uh, well.
0: I mean, let's let's talk about it a little bit because, you know, you mentioned story, you mentioned gameplay. I mean, Star Wars, as long as it's been around since the bygone era of the late 70s, there's been video games for Star Wars across multiple generations. Um, But obviously, probably the one, you know, I mean, there's some on the Atari on the old school systems, like the NES, that no one really cares about, the, the Star Wars games that may have come out back then. But Actually, you know, some of those are good. There's Super Star Wars on the SNES.
1: Yes, I was going to say, I think, whichever one had Hoth, that was a good one.
0: That was probably Super Star Wars.
1: All right, um,
0: That one, yes. And obviously, like you mentioned, they spanned multiple different genres. Some were side-scrollers. Some were uh, flight simulators, like Rogue Squadron. Um, some were, I don't know what you would call it, I guess, like tactical shooter or uh, team-based shooter with like a battlefront battlefront sure
1: battlefront yeah Um, do you
0: know what battlefront is
1: i do know what battlefront is that is a game i definitely frequented on the playstation 2 okay Uh, specifically battlefront 2 which is
0: that is the best one it is the best one
1: i would say it's the best in all the battlefront series uh
0: i think most would agree yeah Yeah. oh
1: yeah i loved battlefront that was great
0: battlefront 2 was really good um yeah I mean, yeah, you have like games that tackled multiplayer, single like like Battlefront. Yeah games that tackled single player that kind of kind of dove people into like the the um the power fantasy of being a Jedi like Force Unleashed. Did you ever play Force uh, Unleashed?
1: I did play Force Unleashed. Uh uh I played on PlayStation Portable. Ew. um Ew. I, it was fine you know whatever
0: was that Gravity's was not... that is that in the same vein like how you played web of Sha- spider-man web of shadows on the wii no or something
1: listen spider-man web of shadows on the wii is fine it is <laughs> you're not supposed to play it on playstation 2 because that's a, then it becomes a side scroller uh, oh really yeah it, it is it is a side scroller wow what was a, what was initially bought for me one year was the <laughs> PS2 version and I said we have to take this back.
0: I don't want this, mother.
1: I just had to explain cuz the idea was it's
0: not the same. Right.
1: The idea was your your brother, you and your brother are going to be fighting to play over the system. I said he's playing on Xbox. I was going to play it on the Wii. <laughs> I was like, oh, we gotta funny. take it back.
0: <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it's that's gotta funny. go.
1: Um
0: oh. <laughs> But yes, yeah. you, you mentioned you played Force Unleashed before. Um I, yes. I remember enjoying Force Unleashed. Uh not it's not as great as some people will claim it is. Uh it's it's a little clunky uh by today's standards, but it's fun. It's it, fun. Has, its I, it has its moments. It has its moments. It's a power fantasy to be a Jedi. Uh, or a Sith in some cases. Uh it's like a choose your own path type of deal. Um but that was what Star Wars was throughout like the 90s, 2000s and early 2010s. The reason why I want to make this division is because Star Wars and video games made a clear like uh distinction post Disney acquisition. Uh cause Star Wars games were churning out left and right. Star Wars games just kept coming and coming and coming. Um you had a Battlefront 3 that was in the works, that was mostly completed, never saw the light of day because of partially, partially because of Disney acquisition. You had Star Wars 1313. Um I'm you, you've heard of Star Wars 1313?
1: That never saw the light of day, right?
0: That never saw the light of day. It was kind of like lucas arts attempt at injecting uncharted formula into star wars I see. like uh you know like uh cinematics explosions sure. cover-based gunplay like uncharted sure. the, the uncharted series right um so but that that got canceled as soon as the disney acquisition happened which is a shame that that, that one trailer that one trailer we got looked really good um but Post-Disney acquisition, there was a shift. There was now a major focus on only one company is going to have exclusive rights to making Star Wars content for for video games. And that was EA, a.k.a. Electronic Arts. And that's why, for a number of years, you only saw, um, well, the EA's rebooted Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2. And that's it. That's all you saw from Star Wars video games. It was multiplayer. Multiplayer was the way of the future. And this was coming from an attitude where EA, at the time, thought that single-player games were uh, going out the window. It's not the popular thing anymore. People want to play multiplayer. They want to play with friends. Dated mindset. They were clearly wrong. They thought single-player games were dead. I'm glad they were proven wrong. But the diamond in the rough was this little, uh, little engine that could, that stood amongst the rest. And that was Respawn Entertainment's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which was coming out at a time where there has there had not been a single player based star wars game in years years I, I if i am not mistaken the last one would have been force unleashed 2 which i think when did force unleashed 2 came i think that was 2010 2010 uh, or 2011
1: force unleashed 2 oh yeah. gosh 2010 yeah 2010, 2010
0: that was the last To my knowledge, the last single-player-based Star Wars game released. Fast forward to 2019, nine years later, 2019's Jedi Fallen Order. It had a lot riding on its back. There were no microtransactions. There was no multiplayer. It was just straight-up a single-player game uh, with a story. And and you were just going to play it and enjoy it for what it was. And my God, did I think Jedi Fallen Order, the first game, was fantastic. That game was phenomenal from top to bottom. Um, You ever played a Souls game before? I'm assuming no, right?
1: Um, I think I played maybe a demo. Uh, okay. I can't remember on what, but I've dabbled. I understand the concept.
0: I only ask because, I mean, this this series, this this uh, you know, the Jedi, I guess the Jedi games, because that's yeah,
1: Jedi is like the the tagline, yeah, Yeah, the title, yeah.
0: Um, they're kind of in that genre, you know. It's kind of like a Souls like, and not as difficult, but it's in that same vein, you know. You have this open world map, um, you fight tough enemies. If you die, you lose majority of your XP. You gotta go find the enemy that took your XP. And you gotta beat him or hit him once to get your XP back. Um, definitely a different change with how, like, for example, Force Unleashed was. Force Unleashed, it was just full on. Like, just <laughs> I, I literally remember some of the abilities. There, were, you could spam the. I think it was the B button to force push, and Star Killer would go in the air, and go. <laughs> It's ridiculous. You can't do that in Fallen Order. You can't do that. Absolutely <laughs> no, the hell no, not. No, no, no. Um, but I love Fallen Order. I love the gameplay. I loved I love this post Disney acquisition Star Wars where they created a character uh and I know there's technically Rebels but I'm, let's let's leave Star Wars Rebels in the background for now. They made a post Disney acquisition character where I was like, "Oh my god, I I love this character I love this new cast of characters I love Seer I love Marin I love Grease I love everyone here and it's good it was such it was such a breath of fresh air for Star Wars that we hadn't gotten in years because before that again the lackluster rebooted Battlefront 1 terrible the rebooted Battlefront 2 before the updates were coming out terrible. You didn't have a good Star Wars game out there.
1: I think you're forgetting one good Star Wars game.
0: Don't say the connect one.
1: Oh, no. I was going to say of the Lego variety.
0: Those don't count.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> those Lego don't... Star Wars don't count. You the, heard them. Those you ain't real em. games.
0: Those. Wow. Ain't real. I, uh, I like them. I Tell I, that I, to the
1: big fans.
0: I, I recently played and completed Skywalker Saga, the The Lego game, and they have their place. They have their place. But it's not in the bigger conversation of major Star Wars uh, game releases.
1: Some people might have something else to say, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, Lego Star Wars, not in this convo.
0: It is not in this convo. But I like Fallen Order. I love the journey of Cal and him finding himself in this war-torn uh post-empire era where the empire's just, you know, taken over. It's it's like not too long from the Jedi purge. It, it was a great story. I don't know how you feel about Jedi Fallen Order in general, um, but I I loved everything about it. Just yeah, it was fa- like th- the places you went to, the people you met, the gameplay, the abilities, from top to bottom, if I were to give a, a score to that game, I, I'm telling you, it, it's like a, between a nine and a nine point five. It is so fantastic. I love that game.
1: Uh, no, no, I'm I'm similar sentiments. Uh, I think what that game just really does really well is they create a story in the time in a, an established time frame within the Star Wars mythos, being you know early beginnings of the Imperial reign. And I think it's interwoven really well. There's many factions of Star Wars that permeates in that stories in that story. And it fits Uh, the the inquisitorious done very well. Uh, Obviously, you know, the fallout of the Jedi order and those who survived and what they're going through. Uh, And then even characters like Saw Gerrera, Uh, Forrest Whitaker from Rogue One, Uh, he appears in the game. Tarful appears in the game. And then, so I like that. I like that. And then I just really love, there were some just really strong cinematic moments in that game. Kashyyyk, beautiful sequence, capitalized by a great boss fight. Uh, The gladiator scene where they throw you into the gladiator. That was uh,
0: pretty good right and then dathomir like a planet we to my knowledge we've never visited before in a game in a star wars game not in a
1: game no and that's that's cool too that's here they are giving us clone wars we see marin she's a night sister we know they were massacred dooku came and like ripped them all to shreds uh we know this it's cool that the continuity is there And it's continuity that is outside of the Skywalkers, Obi-Wan, you know, the Star Wars world is so vast, so I enjoy seeing aspects of it that are not centered around the things we always get. So, and then, yeah, the finale of that game, too, is just probably one of the best video game finales I've ever experienced.
0: That's not saying much. (laughs) but <laughs>
1: I think it's saying a lot. I, I, it's I, really good.
0: I agree. It is It is up there. It is up there. I love that ending sequence. I mean, the spoilers for a game from 2019, but, you know, Darth Vader. Darth Vader is there. I mean, just we, we talked about this very briefly, I think, when we finished Survivor. We were like, man, remember that ending from Fallen Order? Where Darth Vader is appearing right behind, I forgot the who, Krilla?
1: Trilla, Trilla. Trilla. The second sister.
0: Right, just, oh god, the presence, the breathing, just everything about that ending sequence, and then the ending itself, where they leave off on, you know, where Cal, you know, he destroys the holocron with, you know, the the locations of the four sensitive kids, I think. Yes, Um, correct. And then he's like, well, where to next? I, I just love... I, I don't know. Something about that line, I just absolutely love. To know that, you know, they saved the day, I guess, but their adventures continued. Um, so, you know, the game ended on a great note, great ending. And obviously, with the great reception that Fallen Order got, and also proving to EA that that these games can work single player games are well and alive so i don't know what executives (laughs) at ea were were just high on something saying like yep single player games are dead (laughs) no one wants to play them anymore i'm glad fallen order proved them wrong on that so a sequel got greenlit and fast forward oh my god yeah four years later that's four years yeah four years later we are blessed with Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And it ultimately comes down to the question, did it improve on, you know, the design and gameplay and story of Fallen Order? Did it just give us more of what we loved? Or did it fall short? Did, did it stumble? Did it start strong and maybe trip along the finish line? Uh, that's what we're here to dissect. Uh, in case you can't tell, this is going to be a spoiler-filled uh <laughs> discussion uh in case my background was any indicator (laughs) that it is gonna be spoiler heavy so yeah buckle in because we're talking about everything in star wars jedi survivor um but where do we pick up it's a time skip right time skip from Uh, five
1: years five Five, years i guess the same between the games five years yeah
0: which is insane um because i did not expect them to have a that significant of a time skip because now cal's all grown uh so is uh marin and, well,
1: he's not even all that grown which is crazy that in the first game i didn't realize he's like only 18 uh i
0: thought he was young he was 18 in the first
1: he's in his teens he's like 18 17
0: okay i mean so, early mid 20s is where he's at um in in this game and survivor yes,
1: right so he's still he's still relatively young. In the grand scheme of it all, I which just I, I guess puts more perspective on the first game, if anything.
0: Right. It, it definitely right because in the first game he felt more like a child, like scared, yeah, not sure, knowing sure. where to go or what to do. I the reason why I think it was such a big jump. Um, I in this game you could customize Cal's appearance, um, like to a heavier degree than in the first game. You could change his beard, his hair. Uh, All that stuff. There's an outfit that um, you could take the sleeves off of his arms. Homie's a little built, and I don't remember him looking like... He had biceps and triceps. He's
1: more scrawny in the first game, so... He's much more scrawny. Clearly age... Like, he's aged, and he's Mm. been working. Uh, He's not sitting around doing nothing. He ain't just twiddling that lightsaber he's out there getting shit
0: done he's public enemy number one for yeah the empire he's continuing this the, the strong fight for uh saw guerrera which funny enough you know he, he's mentioned so much in the beginning but i guess Never, that, they, they didn't write forrest whitaker in or they didn't have time for to bring uh,
1: him in may, maybe he was busy maybe uh maybe i don't know very interesting because he was a Relatively significant point in the first game and this era of Star Wars uh, and given most recent years, too. But, yeah,
0: he's not in the game. Weird. Very, very weird. Um, you know, uh, it was nice to see Coruscant as the opening level. Uh, I think most Star Wars fans are big fans of Coruscant. It's just it just feels like the New York City of the Star Wars universe. Um, yeah, you could do a lot with, with Coruscant.
1: And you rarely ever get to play in Coruscant, to my knowledge. Uh, right. And right. if you do, like I remember in the original Battlefront, Battlefront, you just were in the Jedi Temple. That was it. Yeah,
0: a lot of it is not a lot. Not a lot of the material in um, Coruscant, at least when it comes to video games, takes place like in the city part of Coruscant, which is funny because it's literally a metropolis. Right. Uh, and it, most it, that could
1: <laughs> be a great open world hub.
0: And, oh yeah, we're gonna get into open world hubs <laughs> in a bit, cause yeah, the Courasant was a big missed opportunity. Um, but Courasant is like your tutorial level, so you're learning the ropes, learning that. Well, one thing I did like is that you didn't have to relearn your abilities from uh, Fallen Order. You know how <laughs> like some games they uh, e- either there's a there's no explanation as how as to how your abilities got reset or. There's an in-canon explanation like maybe Cal got gonked in the head with a rock and he I don't like amnesia. when
1: I don't like when games do that. I think that's such a trope. I'm just like, can we just build where we left off? Right. And then which I think this game does a really good job at yeah, as you said, just They're basically saying, please play the first game. <laughs> Basically. Re-
0: yes, go play it for God's <laughs> say- it's a story-driven Star Wars game. Play the first one so you know who these people are.
1: Right. Don't come in here swinging like a noob. Like it the mechanics of the game are fantastic. So, mm. it-, I- it is easy to pick up more or less, um but I'm glad for returning fans. It's not let's start at square one.
0: Right. Yes, I'm, I'm glad they did that. Uh and they just built upon what was already there. Um so you get introduced to Bode and the his Motley crew, or I guess your Motley crew. I didn't care for these characters in the beginning. Uh I mean, I don't know. Uh they get killed off, except for Bode. <laughs> except another for
1: Bode. black man down. That's all right. Another who's counting.
0: <laughs> you thought he was alive when he left? <laughs> uh he,
1: he, they were the only two left. And then boom.
0: Just blew up. Couldn't and, uh, couldn't
1: couldn't have another. Black character in the main story.
0: Nope. You read that interview. <laughs> there was a quota. There was a limit. Once you got to two, it's like, no, no more. Oh my God. Saw Guerrero wasn't even in the game. He's
1: not even in the game. Right.
0: Oh my God. That is, <laughs> that is funny.
1: It's fine. That's my another goodness.
0: topic. That's another, for another day. But it, so this is where my first criticism of survivor comes in because you know you're with a new band of crewmates uh, including bode and your first question coming into this game is well what the hell happened to like the friends you know where's seer where's marin where's Grease? i know it's been five years and a lot can change but we left on such good terms on and and fall in, in, in fallen order it's like what happened and Literally Survivor, we, we and we kind of briefly talked about this. From here, it's you trying to get the band back together. Uh, the the Seer, Marin, and Grease, they all split up because they all had their own goals and and aspirations to take on with the galaxy. I think Seer wanted to do more with you know restoring the Jedi. Um uh, Marin wanted to uh I want to find my place in the galaxy, Galcastus. Uh, okay go ahead um
1: it's generic but i guess it works
0: very it was like not even a specified reason but sure what but see i i just didn't i didn't like that because now the crew is split up again from fallen order because you know you met them all through fallen order one by one and you became a band together now they're split up again in survivor and it's you trying to bring them back again. And I just, I didn't like that. I, I I don't know. I just, it felt, it felt repetitive in a way from where we left off last time. It's like, we're, we're bringing the crew back together again. um, And it's like, yeah, like, I, I, I did not see a reason for them to have split up. Like, there's an in-canon reason why. Because, you know, Cal was obsessed with fighting the Empire and everyone else wanted to do their own thing but i don't know were you a fan of this did did you like that they were split up and you kind of had to hunt them down again
1: i'm okay let me say this i'm fine with them being split up but with a gap of 5 years if they're going to be split up and then you have this aspect of getting the band back together we need to see inklings of what really went wrong whether it's flashbacks
0: you know, well, we get flashbacks. We don't get many flashbacks. random flashbacks. Cal random? could be staring at a wall, and he gets a flashback of, <laughs> uh, Seer bringing down an entire starship. That's right. I'm like, the- cause this
1: flashback is totally relevant right now. Like,
0: <laughs> I don't get it. Sometimes. This
1: this lesson applies to what Cal is currently going through. Sure, it that didn't work for me. That didn't work for me.
0: Absolutely. Uh not. And
1: then a lot of the dialogue bits. One, it just seems like they welcomed Cal back with open arms. Did even see like there was problems.
0: Yeah, you know? there was no like real tension. Like, uh, I mean, everybody. It, 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 it sounded like it was Cal's fault to a degree that they split up.
1: And um, then
0: Cal, you're back. Yeah. And then Cal,
1: you're back. Uh, cal- good,
0: Calchas, guess- cal- you're back.
1: Good to see you, Cal. And so, yeah. Um if you're going to split them apart just to have a story that brings them back together a we either need to see kind of the tension in the flashbacks or you could have just kept them together the whole time and through dialogue we could have got inklings of why they were apart for a time but yeah uh no it doesn't necessarily work for me uh and that's just simply yeah uh they could have done better with that um but i guess it's here there's no room for new characters. We got to play with the old. It's fine.
0: I, I I mean, there's nothing wrong with the old character. I love the old. There's characters. nothing wrong, just, right? There's nothing wrong. It's just the, the way they were handled. I was not a fan of in this game.
1: Oh yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because again, you're bringing the back. You're bringing the band back together, and then they're hardly ever together. Uh, when you do bring them back, yeah, together. it's
0: just mainly you and. I mean, in Grease. all honesty, Grease is on the ship all the time uh yeah. except except when he's in the saloon uh which we'll get to um yeah you're mostly on site with old bestie uh marin marin and sure and newcomer bode. bode yeah and the entire time when i was with bode i was like uh bode i mean boats Bode Boat was cool
1: got a jetpack
0: oh wow He's really flying
1: around like a i don't know mandalorian i mandalorian. guess and he had some cool stuff to say um both boat's an interesting character obviously we'll talk a little more about him um i do like i will say i am a big fan of cal and Marin. uh do you ship cal and maron i do it's crazy because maybe i just i from fallen order i did not see
0: this i absolutely nope i from fallen None order i said i None said respawn they are they are making these two get together at some point and by the sequel or some, oh, there was something man. there and i knew it i knew it from day one
1: i tell you the moment where i think they were sitting at the fire at night uh first trying to get to the the jedi temple in Jeddah oh, yeah and she cuddled up next to Cal. I was like, "Huh, Marin,
0: Marin." But you see, like stuff like that, I, I feel like that's stuff that's hinted at that was developed during the time skip, and we uh, never. Yeah. I feel like that was not sudden. I I don't think that there was no tension whatsoever between. Cal and Marin, and then all of a sudden, Over when they a meet span up of again, five years. There's no way there wasn't, and then all right. of a sudden, now she's like, Galactus, I found myself in the galaxy. I know what I want, and I want you. Right, <laughs> like right. No, no, that doesn't come out of nowhere. That that yeah. comes from something, and we don't get any of it. We don't get any of the maybe the the, the hints that maybe Cal got when they were together. Uh, maybe they were a thing before they split up. And She went off into the galaxy
1: again. Oh, God, I don't like this. There's not enough dialogue to lead to the ambiguity of the relationship. Like the dialogue mostly shared between Cal and the uh, other crew members of the Mantis is really kind of about what's going on right now. You know, right.
0: It's not about like, well, let's get to the nitty gritty. Why did we? split up i mean right. they talk about it a little bit but it's like surface level it's like, it's you like, know what
1: too i don't it's been five years since the first game we honestly don't know how long they were together the crew before mm. they split up
0: right um, and that's another cause... interesting
1: part because it could have been a month or two they were together and then they split they, up
0: they realized this ain't working out cal's too obsessed
1: We And, and, you know, with that said, too, because we don't really know the gap between them breaking up and them getting back together in this this game, the death of Cal's new crew seems somewhat, you know, shallow to a degree, because apparently they had great relations in that. We don't get any of it. and And they're dead, and we don't really feel. I got more from Cal and his friend on the junkyard in the scrapyard than uh in the first game in fallen order
0: oh the guy that uh he was working for or something
1: his friend his yeah
0: his friend he he died right he died yeah he
1: died he got killed by the inquisitors yeah um that was sad that
0: was actually sad
1: i got more from him than (laughs) prof prof is his name i got more from prof than any of these people
0: that's Uh, what you didn't like the twins the twins I, i like them for a second and then they're dead (laughs) everybody's dead and then we're
1: back with trying to get to the mantis crew and and here we are talking about we don't know what happened in these five years and so i guess it's just a lot of us putting it together but it's a weird jumping point for the story because they really don't expand upon it
0: right yeah they just kind of reintroduce them and they say all right let's let's get to the big stuff Let's let's uh move on with the story and let's let's get your feet wet on Kobo, the first of two hub worlds. Um, definitely one of the things that was advertised a lot for Jedi Survivor was how they were expanding the way worlds were handled in the first game. Uh, you know there were multiple planets in the first game. Uh, I had a list open a second ago. And I don't um, see it
1: anymore. Well, I'll, I'll give you some. They're, they're Kashyyyk.
0: Kashyyyk. Um, Dathomir. Kashyyyk.
1: Dathomir. Uh, bagano
0: Oh, there's five. Um, there's seven planets of which only five can be fully explored. So... What is fully?
1: What is that? What is that as
0: media? in, like, because, like, for example, probably the Inquisitoria space, you can't really, like... Oh, it's like it. a straight path. It's, sure. it's like a sequence, yeah. So there's five worlds you can fully explore, which is Bogano, Zepho, Kashik, Dathomir, and Ilum.
1: Is that Ilum. Ilum, Ilum, Ilum. Yeah, yeah, Ilum. Yep.
0: Um. So it's like, okay, so what are you gonna do in the in the squeakle? And what they decided to do was let's take the same number of worlds and let's make a handful of them open world like actual fully expansive open world where you have to get on a mount and traverse the big empty space in between locations Um, on paper. I mean, it's something that you think would sound interesting. You know, like make the worlds bigger. you like them in the first game. Let's make that, but bigger now and let's expand on it on paper. It sounds like, good but then when you think about what made the original worlds great it's part of it is just how condensed they were and how the level design was crafted in a way where it it felt like a puzzle every place felt like a puzzle uh you couldn't access it at this point you couldn't access this area at this point because you needed an ability stuff like that it, it felt good it felt very uh Metroidvania oh you know.
1: Metroids are good. Comparison, yeah, that's very but, Metroid. Can't access this door until you get this upgrade, exactly.
0: Uh, I love that, I love that about the original. Um, but when you make it open world, you run into some problems, and we got some of those problems here. Um, of course, it, it's got to be said, and I don't care how many updates post launch this game got because I'm telling you, I played this game as of the date of this recording may 23rd at 8 p.m when i played it and that game still runs like ass on kobo on the ps5 on performance mode and grandmaster Hoops looking around like i can't tell the difference
1: listen i'll just say this uh specifically in kobo quality drops a lot. Uh, during boss fights during exploration let me tell you the game shut down on me a couple of times it shut
0: down on you
1: oh oh i guess i didn't tell you this i think it happened twice after i tried to ride a a neku uh the the
0: the bipedal uh yes okay yes yeah
1: and i was like i don't think i'm ever gonna ride a neku again unless i absolutely have to (laughs)
0: Wow, I'm I'm sitting here complaining about performance and I don't think I've ever had the game crash on me. It
1: it 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 had crashed on me.
0: Like it ran twice. terribly, but it never crashed on me. Although I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that it did crash. Yeah, um, it did. Yeah. And by perform I mean, it's no surprise. This game day 1 got a lot of flack for its poor performance. Um, frame rates would be dropping down into, like, single-digit territory, like, five frames. And at that point, you're playing a slideshow. (laughs) Um, the PC version was just apparently the worst of the worst. Um, so, day one, this game was next to unplayable. But, patches have come out since then. There have been performance improvements, but... It's still not optimized. This game is 150 gigabytes uh, minimum. That's just the base game, not including patches. And it's just absurd. It's absurd. This game was clearly not finished. It's It's not not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair.
1: And, you know, it's, it's Jedi Fallen Order, I feel, didn't have this kind of rush to get this game out. Took its time, perfected. The moment you right. announce the moment you announce a sequel, there's just this, you know, this We must release it now! But it's not ready, my lord. It's not ready. <laughs> it's ready. If you want to ready. lose your
0: finger, it, I'll have your think, tongue for that.
1: Anyone else think the game's not ready? And it's like, if the game's not ready, please
0: just wait. Take a page from a recently released game from a Japanese developer, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I know we've been having our anime arcs in in, in the Discord and in the chat on Tears of the Kingdom, but one thing I will praise for a game like Tears of the Kingdom is this game recently revealed, Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda. This game was ready last year To come out, the game was done in March of 2022. They delayed this game a whole year to make sure the physics of the game worked. (laughs) Japanese developers do this all the time. All of them don't do it, but majority of them do. They will delay their games until it is ready. But this Western mentality when it comes to game development i just hate it because then you get a game like jedi survivor it's not ready my lord release it we'll patch it
1: no i don't want patches
0: because then you don't you don't know how long it's gonna be until it's patched properly it's been a month over a month since the game came out and it still runs like doo-doo on performance mode in the open world but I digress. We'll probably touch performance again once we get to like final scores and everything. But you get introduced to Kobo, right? Big open world runs like ass in the open world. But once you get into like the condensed areas, like you know the the linear sections, that's where the game stabilizes. It's running a lot better. Um, you and I talked about this before. Um, one thing that we didn't know going into Kobo was how big it was. Yeah. Uh, Kobo is massive. It is uh, I think it's even bigger than Jeddah, which is the only other open world planet you can explore. Um,
1: uh, it's more intricate than Jeddah. <laughs> I'll say more that. More
0: intricate. It's not just a freaking desert.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Uh, like Jeddah is. Um, but my problem with this, you know, there's different locales on 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 Kobo, right? Um, you know, you have like this. Fortress in the sky, like a sky temple. At one point, you yep. have um, this uh, this swampy. Oh, swamp.
1: It's a swamp. It's, it's a whole swamp. swamp. It's a swamp.
0: But you're exploring like a a, a separatist. Um, what are those called? The the, the 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 spherical ships from the separatist era that had battle oh, droids. Just
1: a droid factory. It's a droid, droid factory. factory. Yeah,
0: yeah. You explore a droid factory, um, and that's really cool. Uh, but I just didn't like how this was all on Jeddah, when these could have been their own planets. I I, I don't like that. I part don't like
1: of that. I think part of what makes Fallen Order so good, because in a, as a Star Wars fan, it is fun to visit notable Star Wars planets.
0: You didn't know what you were going to get next. I'm telling right. you, when I saw Dathomir on the damn planet list. Fall in fallen order, I lost it. I lost it. I w- can- let me tell you what sounds more exciting: you exploring a uh, a a separatist uh, battleship on Kobo in the swamp, or you unlocking Geonosis as a planet to go and explore that same separatist battle droid ship, but you're doing it on Geonosis
1: it it is fun it, it, it it's at that point it's for the fans
0: it's for the fans that, that's yeah, fun and, that is cool
1: they nailed it in the first and you game. could
0: make it a swamp too if you want to you could put we, it in a swamp <laughs> i
1: mean you could go to dagobah that's a great swamp planet uh perfect. perfect even even if you know i get the i get the thing about trying to make of having two planets be open world i get that that's fine to a degree but then you take away this aspect of what made the first game really good, is you know, being able to go to fan favorite planets, uh, Ilum. Ilum was not a big planet at all in the first game, but that in Star Wars Mythos is huge because that's where they were having the rituals to uh, make your lightsaber and continue on your Jedi training. Mm, so right. it was huge to go there. So you even, so even if the planets don't have major significance uh, to the story. There's this overall lore that you get to play with and you know, pay homage to. So to have this game primarily run on Kubo was kind of disappointing. I mean, it is, I'm glad they made Kubo. Uh, Kobo. Kubo, sorry. <laughs> I'm glad they made Kobo have a variety of locales and settings, but I would much rather go to a planet within the Star Wars canon.
0: Yeah, because then it becomes, it becomes more apparent that it's like you can tell. I don't know if it was like maybe the budget or maybe the time constraints or maybe it was just vision. Maybe they literally only wanted two open world planets. But when you go to the planets that are not open world, now it's like, well, which is it? Which did you want to do? Did you <laughs> did you want to make the planet's open world? Or did you want to do it with how you did it and fall in Fallen Order? Because I'm telling you, the entire game, the further I got in the story, when I realized I was only exploring Jeddah and Kobo, I was thinking, oh man, at some point, I'm going to be getting another open world planet, right? Like Tantalor, the planet they keep talking about in the entire game. Um, but no, you don't get it. You don't get it. It's just those two. How many worlds are in this one? It's a uh, Kobo, Jetta, Jetta um Coruscant, Coruscant, which I'm I'm a little iffy on because that's basically a tutorial. But sure, Coruscant. and then I think the, the other moon. two: Kobo's little, Moon, Kobo's the, moon. Kobo's, moon. Kobo's
1: Moon, Kobo's Moon, and then the Empire base. Which I I basically count those as two of the same settings, like they're both the they're both stations, stations, the structural uh, settings that you know have a purpose. They're not planets. They're not planets. Right. So I find that super disappointing playing the game. Uh, Yeah, I wanted to go to some. Take me to Hoth. Take me to Naboo. You don't even got to take me to
0: like planets that are already in the canon take me take me somewhere new oh yeah
1: Bogano okay. and Zephyr were brand new i'm, I'm okay uh, with that
0: i'm right. okay with that you you could have done something god can you imagine going to mustafar or uh, <laughs> uh okay here we are just listing all the all the Let's uh, show everybody
1: how big of star wars fans we are
0: uh but but i just wanted more i felt like smashing all these little locales onto one planet which was kobo because Jeddah barely had much of anything when it came to different thematic locations no
1: it was just straight desert um,
0: right so kobo was like the main focus it's like I, yeah it's flawed yeah. i was not a fan of it um no
1: it, it's uh, also too it's this push for open world
0: not uh we seen Every game that. needs to be open world. Not
1: every game needs to be open world, right? They really don't. They, unless you go all in on open go, world and just make all one world this open world. So nah. Oh god, not I hope a, they don't
0: do that in the in the third one. God.
1: I hope not too.
0: Um but Kobo does not just function as the only open one of the two open worlds in the game, it also functions as your uh your cantina, your own personal cantina. Um, I did find it rather annoying that you had to wait for a loading screen to walk into the cantina every time you're walking into it and walking out of it. But aside from that, I like the concept of the cantina. I've, I've, I've always been a sucker for games that kind of give you this hub area where that you always come back to. And you slowly see it grow into something throughout the course of the game, whether it's you're recruiting people, you're building structures, you're opening shops. Like I, I've always loved that in games that do that, and I I pretty much liked it here. I liked it here. Were you a fan of the cantina in, I or, or a, the saloon in Co? I was
1: a I was a fan. I was a fan. Uh, yeah, just as you said, um, it, it it challenges you to talk to what you think are just npcs when they might be more than just an npc you know they could have significance mission right they, they, may, a mission. Um, right. they um, may be a
0: shopkeep in the in the um in the saloon
1: and then sometimes when the cantina was upgraded the saloon was upgraded it led to more missions or it led to more character interactions or rumors and whatnot so rumors. no i i did appreciate that aspect too, I like that. I was tending to my garden all the time, uh on the roof. Uh oh
0: yeah, the roof garden was I wish there was a way to keep track of what you already planted. Yes, oh my god. Uh, that was so like, I, I had to I had to look with my eyes, but some of these plants look the same. Oh, uh, some of them are like <laughs>
1: labeled almost the same too. And anytime she was like, I forget her name, she was like, a new plant species. Plant it, then come talk to me. I was like, I don't know which one to fucking
0: plant. I don't know which one I have planted. <laughs> that was annoying. That was really annoying. And also,
1: I, I wish those plants could have contributed to some, like, I don't know, health bars or attack yeah. boost. Yeah. They were just there to be plants.
0: If you have a green thumb, you can uh
1: I was like, this that. is a missed opportunity. Why the hell am I planting plants just to plant plants? <laughs>
0: You don't like your garden.
1: I'll there shouldn't have been a benefit. It's not like people came to like buy the plants either. They just <laughs> were there and I could uproot them at any time to plant a new plant. What was the point?
0: <laughs> there I mean it, it was a silly feature. I mean it's there. It's it's just something extra. It could have been cooler, I guess. It could have been cooler. It could they yeah.
1: Yeah. But the canteen overall is a great addition and just mm-hmm. the 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 town building around your interactions outside of kobo you can even recruit people from off world that was cool
0: oh yeah that's right yeah you, it, is, it is it doesn't just have to be people you met on kobo you can go on other planets and you'll say hey i know the saloon on kobo uh, go check that out if you want to yeah um, Yep. and they'll go back and you'll see them in the cantina and they'll have these little personal stories if you're interested in that to learn more about them um like that guy that looks like thrawn Ah, right, same species
1: as Thrawn. Uh, right. If you don't know who Th- Thrawn is, you better get on it
0: soon. You better get sure. on it soon.
1: It's going to play a big role coming up. Very. Eventually. Yeah, it's happening.
0: Speaking of big roles, um, new antagonists in ah. this game. Um, the Bedlam Raiders. I mean, you still have the Empire. Empire's still a problem in the galaxy, but obviously you don't want to do too much of the same thing uh, from the the previous game. So the question is, well, what do you do to spice it up? You introduce the Bedlam Raiders, a new faction of hooligans that are just terrorizing people for the hell of it on Kobo. Um, but one thing with the Bedlam Raiders that makes them interesting Is they found a separatist battleship and they woke up all the battle droids on it. So now you're fighting battle droids in a Star Wars game post Jedi Purge. That is so cool. I love that. You get all your Roger Rogers. You get all of your silly banter between the droids and the humans. I mean... Whoever's idea was to make it make sense in canon, you did a fine job. This was fantastic. I liked fighting the battle droids in a same game where I'm fighting stormtroopers. And it makes sense in the lore as to why I'm fighting both of them. I like that. Were, were you a fan of the droids?
1: Well, uh, yes, I was. Because, um, well, I think we talked about this uh, when we talked about Hogwarts Legacy and the lack of variety in terms of enemies you know Mm uh oh yeah yeah it wasn't that much uh the droids are here you got your standard droids your super droids but then i feel well
0: yeah
1: i was gonna say i feel they dropped some nice again this is for the fans droidicas are great uh and all three of those that i've said are in the movies um, Then we see Magna Guards, which were Grievous' personal bodyguards. We see them. They function just like it. You cut off their head, they can keep swinging. That's right. cool. And the Commando battle droids. That's straight up from the Clone Wars, uh, the series. Um, mm-hmm. And they move just like it. They're agile. They're nimble. I like that. I like that a lot. I felt that felt for the fans and being able to fight them and have to adjust your gameplay style is I love it. I love it. So I love that the droids are here. Uh welcome addition to the roster of enemies. And yeah, I think that was for the fans. So I'm definitely glad that they included them.
0: No, I I agree. That's that was the probably the best element of the Bedlam Raiders. Um yeah, sure. Because, you know, they have their leaders. And their leaders Leave something to be desired. Uh, leader number one, we get introduced to uh, Ravis, Jedi scum. You have your code, I have mine. Sure. There was a Force Echo where he said that.
1: I, 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 <laughs> I think I got that one. Uh, we don't learn much about his code. Um, he, he,
0: he owes a debt to this other character which we'll get to uh right. that is never really explored what debt is it or oh, he, he saved my life okay and
1: see this is what I'm talking about uh there are inklings of a deeper richer story that are never actually fully fleshed out yeah
0: show don't tell yeah. show don't tell we're both for what we covered already with the crew and this with ravis yeah the entire time with Ravis, like I'm expecting something big to drop about him. Like maybe he's a character we've met before, or maybe he knows Cal, Cal Kestis. Maybe he's familiar with the Jedi and he'll give a reason why he hates them. I was expecting something big with Ravis. Because you beat him early on. Uh he's terrorizing fan favorite Turgle in the in the in the Kobo City. <laughs> Turgle. Everyone loves Turgle, but hey Cal. Cal Castis. You won't believe what shenanigans. I did. <laughs> oh my God. Fantastic.
1: You, Fantastic.
0: Just brief brief side tangent. Uh, the new side characters they introduce for the most part are pretty good. Um, you know, Turgle, fan favorite. Everyone loves Turgle. I love Scuba voice. Oh, Scuba, yeah. DiMaggio.
1: Scuba. scuba. <laughs> Scuba Stev is his whole name, which I feel is a play on Scuba Steve. From
0: from Toy Story?
1: No, Scuba Steve is from Big Daddy. Um, oh, Adam Scuba Sandler.
0: Steve. Oh, my God. Scuba
1: Stev is his name. I feel there has to be there a connection.
0: Be. I could see it. I could see it. Um, yeah,
1: yes. Good as well.
0: Fantastic. Um, I-, I like Z. I like Z. Uh, ah, Z. Yeah. Z's funny. Uh, droid from the High Republic era, so that kind of made her, you know, her whole thing interesting. It's like, well, we're Ooh. starting
1: to mix in elements of know? High Republic too.
0: I like see. I yeah. like that. I like that. You're you're interweaving different eras of Star Wars into one game. You're in the current Empire era, but you're interweaving prequel era, um, uh, stuff into the mix, and then you're also doing High Republic that's all cool yes. i like that um so yeah side characters the new ones they introduced, pretty good uh but ravis yeah ravis i i expect this big bomb to drop with ravis and it's like it's just he, he's not doing it for me he's just a guy that is made of tentacles i guess like he cut off his arm and he has tentacles that can and reattach he can
1: regrow but he doesn't regrow when you fight him for right. some reason Sure, right why not? but yeah big imposing guy the armor's cool old as hell apparently
0: yeah he was alive uh, since the high republic era
1: so he's like 200 plus years old easily um, yeah so
0: cool he's here sure indifferent to him um yeah but yeah of course the big bad of the game uh for a majority of the game we'll get to that as well um Dagon Dagon Gera,
1: Dagon Dagon if there was ever a villain name it's Dagon
0: Dagen sounds uh, like Dagger you first meet Dagon in a back to tank and I'm telling you if there's if there's anyone that screams villain <laughs> when you when you resurrect them it's Dagon uh that gray's pale complexion I'm like something's wrong with this guy
1: it is I, as if you saw Maleficent where Sleeping Beauty should be, and you said, I got to kiss her to wake <laughs> her up.
0: And clearly she'll be on my side when I wake <laughs> her up.
1: What could possibly go wrong?
0: This is just, oh, my God. Dagon is the main antagonist, uh, one of the main antagonists of the game. He, You could call him, I guess, more or less the the commander of the Bedlam Raiders and I guess more,
1: more or less by default, because Ravis is indebted to this character Dagon. Right. Uh. So yes, by extension, they are his force as well.
0: Exactly. So they're, they're the main enemy for most of the game. You bump into the empire still, but they're kind of like an afterthought. They're like, Oh, the empire is here too, that we got to take care of them. But it's the Bedlam Raiders that are the ones going up against you throughout most of the game uh, because they are trying to find the magical world of Tantalor. Tantalor. Um, which Tantalor
1: is, is mine.
0: what <laughs> What is Tantalor? Like I think you understood this better than I did. It's like a world safe from the Empire. It's,
1: it's a planet, but to access the planet, the planet is surrounded by an abyss, basically a bunch of clouds, and in these clouds yeah, the Kobo Abyss in these clouds, there's like storms meteorites a a a nebula, so it's damn near impossible to navigate but anyone who could successfully do it, basically has a hidden home from whoever you're hiding from right that's Tantalor
0: um, That's the goal of the game. Let's get to Tantalor.
1: It's a race to Tantalor. Everybody wants Tantalor for their own reasons.
0: Right. Um, And that's how you mostly meet the other characters throughout the game. That's how you meet Z. That's how you explore the Jedi chambers. Um, That's how you eventually go and meet uh, Seer on Jedha. And you meet the path. Was that the was that the group that you mentioned before? It's, it
1: is. It is the same group. The path is up to my swear, to my knowledge, was first mentioned in Obi-Wan. Uh and yeah, obviously they're working to uh protect people from the Empire. Uh there's also uh this idea to help with um poor sensitive children. Um basically smuggle them out. And give him a place to hide. Uh, So yeah. This was in Obi-Wan. So. It's interesting to see. Kind of as you said. This post Disney acquisition. What parts of the lore. That they have introduced. Into the Star Wars mythos. To see what they're going to play around with. So yes. The path is here. Uh, Seer is working to. uh, Further the. The. Further the pursuits of the path as far as getting people safe and specifically Jedi children to eventually reform the Jedi Order. Tantalor would be a perfect haven for that.
0: Right. Isolated from the Empire in its entirety. Um, this is where you meet Marin again, right? You meet um,
1: Maron on Jeddah. Yep. You meet, yeah, J- Maron Jeddah's. I'm sorry. <laughs> on Jeddah, you meet Marin Seer and you also meet Cordova Cordova
0: um, the, who the I hologram. thought was dead right um because all you saw was his hologram in the first game
1: could have sworn he had died but sure he's here um you barely talk to him
0: um right right
1: for such an impactful character you rarely talk to him throughout the game um but yeah this is where we get inklings of the Cal Marin relationship uh, Cordova
0: Cal and Marin got busy,
1: not yet. Um, they, they probably definitely did, they definitely did. Uh, uh, but uh, Cordova's looking to help you with that. As far as uh, you need a compass to navigate uh, the Kobo Abyss, so uh, not only is everybody racing into the Tantalor, there's now an object you need to get
0: a MacGuffin. To-
1: MacGuffin to get to Tantalor and Seer is, yes, yeah, Seer is here to reestablish the Jedi Order, uh, reaffirm your place among the Order, and yeah, the main cast is here. And from here, we have ourselves a game,
0: and that's, that's basically the rest of the game. I mean, you get some cool set pieces, like you know, the the whole thing on jeda with the the empire drill i thought that was a cool that was great cool set that piece. was
1: that was great okay you know we were talking earlier about how fallen order had a lot of great cinematic moments
0: i remember way more cinematic moments in fallen order than the absolutely
1: game. absolutely there were there that, were just
0: more there were more
1: let's, uh, the Je- the Jetta sequence with Marin, which was beautiful do you trust me galcastus do you trust th- <laughs> yes <laughs> smoochy 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 i was like ah oh, <laughs> marin that they girl, got busy I said, that girl knows what she wants good for her marin she wants gal i don't think that sequence was matched uh well actually all the best cinematic sequences are on jetta or on,
0: jetta. Are on yeah. jetta yeah and that's a problem yes it is because um, you only
1: go to Jeddah like twice for significant purposes.
0: Oh, wow. Right. Yep. Yeah. A mm-hmm. lot of the time it's just going to Jeddah to like.
1: Tell somebody something. T-
0: tell And then they send you back to and go then, somewhere like, else. Well, yeah. Looks like we got
1: to go back to Kobo. I I guess.
0: I guess. Because <laughs> the whole game has to center around Kobo. Can you fix this, Master Cordova? Yes. Cal I will smash the pieces together.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, you need to return to Kobo. I need another piece.
0: <laughs> oh sure. my god it's yeah but yeah That's that, that,
1: it. that drill sequence is not topped i don't one i don't think it's topped you don't Two, think it's topped well like as far as like a f- one free flowing sequence goes kind of like
0: uncharted i guess a little yeah bit. it was
1: very uncharted in that time okay okay um i think it's matched i don't think it's topped uh, oh, buy another sequence yeah by Jetta? another sequence right okay uh i, can I wish the that. game had more sequences like that uh mm-hmm. that was fun that was great basically flying through a uh a, a night sisters portals uh so that's how they get around i guess right
0: um, yeah that definitely was trippy uh just yeah through there uh, yeah which by the way i i think we may have touched on it or not but i like cal's new gear to like traverse yes. the world okay. like I-, I love like the air dash the air I dash yep the um I-, I don't remember what else you get uh, uh you
1: got the little hook shot thing the hook
0: shot um it- you just get um, more tools i like that i love pla i love platforming in the original like if you add wall running in any game i <laughs> you already won me over I wall love wall a writing. great
1: addition. Yeah, again, I think the best part of this game is the gameplay. Uh Yes.
0: It right. is. Right.
1: I think uh as you yeah, the traversal, uh, Marin's portal bit, uh you know, if you see a green uh thing, you can obviously extend your jumps and whatnot. Uh right. It's versatile. Um I mean not versatile. There's a variety of different kind of uh Platforming, you go through uh, the balloons where you know.
0: Oh, the balloons! Yeah. Yeah. Or we have to uh, like guide your uh, trajectory. Like your, your trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that extends itself into the combat. We didn't really touch on the combat too much. We can talk about uh, the
1: combat now throughout the game, uh, uh, which I thought this I thought they did really well on this, as far as right options go. This
0: was something where I can agree they did better than fallen order this topped fallen order in this category.
1: E right. Um,
0: just the amount of options. What they, they heard the fans. They're like, oh man, you teased us in the the first game with that double bladed saber. Um, and then there was like a finisher where you split it in two or something A finisher
1: where you split it in two, yes and you do it wasn't wheeled. a stance it wasn't it's a stance. not a stance you just dual wield within the combo.
0: Right, right. Yes. And yes. it's like, oh, come on, let's let let's get some some stances in there. Let, let's 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 uh, spice it up a bit. And they do you get five stances in total you get your traditional single bladed stance you get your double bladed, you know, your your Darth Maul saber. Um yeah. you get dual wielding, which now it's its own stance in the game. You hold two lightsabers, super cool. I wish you could change the colors of each individual one.
1: But... Ah, missed opportunity. But that's not how kyber crystals work.
0: Don't care, let me have fun. <laughs> <laughs> let me have fun. They also don't turn rainbow and you could do that in new game plus. Oh you uh... can. Yeah, there's some, like, party mode where, like, you can make them, like, glow like a rainbowish color. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, double-bladed. And you have probably the two most interesting ones. Uh, you have blaster stance, which you <sighs> either love it or you hate it.
1: <laughs> I hate the look of it. I understand the practicality of it. Um, I just hate how it moves. Bunch of quick jabs and then shooting and we talked about it too it's for those who don't like to get up close and personal
0: right it reminded me a lot some of the swings in that stance remind me a lot of like dooku
1: yes it felt, the, it's yes it felt Very... like
0: formal like uh like it felt like fencing fencing a yeah
1: bit. that's a good way to look at it yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's how blaster stance felt like and again you know it's you're either gonna love it or you hate it for me i i liked it early game but then it wasn't doing that much work. I was getting close to enemies, and I'm like, listen, if I'm getting close to them, there's no point in shooting them. It was
1: my least used of the stances.
0: Right, right. So it, it had its, I had fun with it early on, uh, but then you unlock the most controversial controversial they're
1: calling it controversial
0: well no i mean like in terms of like just the idea of it existing in the canon the the, oh uh, okay sure whatever the cross guard the cross guard cross guard yeah people to this day are still like why is that a thing that's so dumb why does cross guard exist the lore never needed it whatever I like cross guard in this game.
1: Cross guard is great in this game. It's I your heavy it.
0: stance. It's your yes. heavy stance. You trade off speed for tactical, powerful swings. And at first, I'm thinking, oh hell no, I don't want that. I don't want slow, uh, like just, uh, 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 uh what's the word? Um, oh my god, it's onto my tongue. Just these weird, clunky, slow movements from cows if he's swinging like a sack of potatoes. That's how I thought it was going to be. It wasn't. And I'm like, wow. I mean, you're still slow, but I feel like if you just know your enemy, you know when to swing. Yeah. You know when to block. And when you land a hit, it hits
1: devastation.
0: Pure devastation. That thing uh, eats through the guard meter it, easily. It,
1: that. And I'm telling you, if there was a big enemy, I'm bringing out the cross guard because <laughs> that thing will devour that health bar so quickly.
0: Well, let me ask you this: what What were your two stances in the game? Because um, I think you know mine.
1: Uh, what? Double double bladed.
0: It was right double bladed for for crowd control. Darth right. Maul. Yep. And then cross guard for 1v1s uh, on on enemies because it did uh, a lot of damage.
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, the two I least used were the gun and dual wield. I could not get the hang of dual wield.
0: I did use dual wield a lot in the early game. I used it I, a I, lot.
1: I used it because I just, you know, I wanted to get better with it, but I probably died the most using it. Oh, wow. Um, so dual wield and the gun were my least favorites when it comes to single cross guard and double bladed. I, I think, was pretty much interchanging the three a lot.
0: I think for single, once I unlocked the new stances, I immediately got rid of it.
1: Oh man. I, 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 there, I'm I sure
0: it has its most, like it definitely has, it's, it's the most balanced out of all It's the most
1: balanced. I was going to say there's practicality yeah. in it because it's just balanced. Right. Uh, right. But, but as also, soon as I got
0: the new ones I'm like nope I'm do I'm using the new ones.
1: Well I'll tell you um I feel I have to create some of my own cinematic moments for myself in the game. So one I th- one thing I think they always did great was was being able to switch stances mid stroke or just um, whatever. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I would go sometimes I pair up single and like cross guard and I'd be like start with single, on then i'm like yo big what <laughs> <Or> bigger <laughs> i feel i had to create some of my own moments in this game which is fine i think that's a cool thing you should be able to do within video games is create cinematic moments so to be able to switch blades constantly or however you want or pair them up however you want i found was always cool so I definitely would be going super fast, and then swing out the cross guard and be like, "Time to take you down, buddy," or something like that. Um, I would
0: so I think
1: they did great job on that. I did not when when they first give you the skill tree, uh, and there's all those blank slates on the skill tree. Mm. I'm like, what What the hell is that gonna be?
0: What is that? You don't know about the stances.
1: I did not know cross guard was going to be in this game.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I Oh, uh, no. In I did not
1: know cross guard was going to be in this game. And I did not know the gun stance was going to be in this game. I had no idea. So when the cross guard showed up, because I think you fight an enemy, like a bounty hunter who's using a lightsaber, he's using the cross guard. Uh, mm. And when you take him out, you take it from him and then you go straight to a little workbench and you make oh. it. I was like, yeah. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, a cross guard. Kylo Ren." I- Kylo Ooh.
0: Ren before the sequels. Who would have thought?
1: And you know what? It, it's even more practical because Kylo Ren's just emits there's an actual guard below the beam to where Oh, right. Yeah, I guess that helps. It's it's considered an exhaust uh thing. That's technically exhaust from the Kyber crystal, I guess. I didn't need that logic, but sure. Stances work. I think stances are one of the strongest points of the game.
0: Yeah, they are. Um, And then plus, like, you know, the force abilities. Those are really cool. Like force lift, force slam.
1: Very good. Um, Yep.
0: Cool, cool abilities. Force confuse. It was nice to confuse certain enemies. Helps Uh, in a
1: sticky situation.
0: Specifically monsters. It was great to confuse monsters. Yep. Um have them fight on your side a little bit. So again, gameplay wise, the game vastly improved over Fallen Order. I'll give it that. I'll give it that. Yes, um, yeah, I
1: think that's totally fair to say.
0: Right. Um but aside from gameplay, you know, the story trudges on. You keep fighting Dagon like three times. Um, and then you finally beat him, right? Uh, and, you know, there's there's some stuff about Dagon's lore, like you learn about, you know, how the Jedi betrayed him, and, uh, they abandoned him on Tantalor. He, He's just, I don't know. I, I just, I did, I did not care for Dagon. I did not care for Dagon's plight. I did not care for his sorrow. I did think Kree his friend was a little excessive when she cut off his arm. Uh, He just, he, I I, I forgot what the context was, but like, she's like, you must stop this at once. Dagon and Dagon, like force shoves her, not even force push force shoves her to the side. And she's like, out of my way. Cree. And she drops off his arm in retaliation. I'm like, why did you do that? Um, I will say because she chopped off his arm, he did get some cool moments in the fights that you had with him. He slowly started using the force to, to fight with the saber,
1: recreate his arm. Right uh, at some points, yeah.
0: Uh, I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool.
1: You know, uh, it's giving. It's giving. Uh oh, the girl from Legend of Korra. Um. Uh, Book three. Uh she was the waterbender with no arms, but she could still oh, bend.
0: Oh yeah. And she
1: basically yeah. made arms out of the water. Crazy right. how that works.
0: You know, yeah. Uh,
1: that's 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 what it was giving me. That's, the what, whole it time. Like. that's yeah. what it feels like. That's what it feels like. It was cool. No, it was definitely cool. Um Yeah, no, no. Dagon the Dagon fights were good fights. Uh but him as him 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 as a character he just it's it one note maybe is the best word to describe it um typical saturday morning villain plot Tana tannalore is my right why you don't got anything
0: else to do why why tannalore why do you want tannalore so much you've been Uh,
1: asleep for 200 years and you just want to go to a empty planet
0: And you see, that's something that where they could have played with because we just got done talking about Z and her being from the High Republic and how they could play with her knowledge of the High Republic and what her stance is on what's going on right now with the Jedi Order being decimated. And and, and they do touch on that a little bit, but with the main villain being from the High Republic era, it's like you don't like he doesn't really interact with like the actual world. Like he knows about the empire and he's, and there's a scene that I I remember telling you about. There's a scene where uh, he has like a a stormtrooper helmet and he's like, and he's talking to Cal. He's like, you let the Jedi order be decimated by this.
1: Yep. That was good. That was good. That was good.
0: That was great. I I love that. I wanted more of that. I wanted more of that connectivity between what he remembers from the High Republic era to what the hell is going on now. But instead of doing that, he's just, Tantalor, Tantalor, I must get to Tantalor. And when I get to Tantalor, I will raise new Jedi and I will destroy the Empire. Thanks for mentioning them. Thanks. Uh, At least you did it now, you bastard. Um, yeah, not yeah. Yet. Missed opportunity For me, it was a missed opportunity to make him really, really interesting, given the era that he's from. Um, that yeah, that oh god, they could also um.
1: There. I'm kind of over the
0: the Jedi, Jedi betrayed me.
1: The Jedi betrayed me. The, I'm turning evil. Uh, was, well, well, we saw that. Once in the last, well, we know that was almost all the antagonists in the last game. All the Inquisitors were former Jedi. Uh, then you had random Tala Malakos, whatever that jet the Jedi who was that on,
0: Sith on-
1: Dathomir Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm like, I- I'm kind of tired of this.
0: Was he a Sith um, or a Jedi actually? He guy? wasn't
1: a Sith, he was a Dark Jedi. Oh, I guess. okay. Uh, Terran Malakos. Uh, I just feel, I'm like, I'm I'm over it. I, I don't, I, so, you know, when they first reveal, you know, Cal's like, oh, come help me. And then, you know, his, he does that cool. That was a cool moment when he turned the Kyber crystal red.
0: Oh, yeah, um, when you first meet him. I'm like, oh, good. he's going to be evil. I know it. That, either he's going to ignite that saber and it's red or he's going to make it red right in front of Cal.
1: Right, so, and, I, and I'll, I I like that. Uh, but yeah, then just the rest of it kind of just evens out and doesn't really reach any new heights with uh, him as a character. And then before you know it, he's dead.
0: He's dead. You killed him. You killed Ravis, and then you kill him.
1: And you're like, is the game over?
0: Yeah, at that point, I was like, I am so confused. Is Because at that point, the antagonists that were pushing the game's narrative the entire time they're dead. But the credits haven't rolled yet. So now I'm wondering, so what's the end game with this? Is Darth Vader going to smash in from the ceiling and say the uh, the age of the empire is real? Is it going to be Palpatine? It, like what is going to happen? Is is it, is it going to be in- Inquisitorious now? How long is this game? Who else is here? And as we all know, and for those of us that have gotten this far in the game, uh, you get to you get to uh, Jeddah. You give the item for I, I think it was the compass to get the Tannalore. It's fixed. Cordova fixes it, and then the big reveal: Bode, everyone's favorite Bode. Bode, Bode, Bode. Bode betrays you. And he said, This is all for Kata, my daughter Kata, the one I've been telling you about this whole game. I'm sorry, Cal Kestis shoots Cordova right in the face. Well, I mean, not in the face, but um, he point kills blank. him point blank, kills Cordova. And right there, right then and there, it's a chase sequence. I literally, in my head, and I think out loud, I said it too. I was like, Bode. You can't escape from me. <laughs> I'll chase you to the end of the earth. Wow. You need to meme that
1: before somebody else. Does. I, it's
0: already on the YouTube page. Oh, oh you did it? I did. I literally, as I was streaming it, check out Dr. Jake's attorney on Twitch. As I was streaming it, I made a little short for YouTube. Oh, you did. And it's on YouTube. Yes. I'm literally saying it as Cal is running to the elevator <laughs> to chase Cal- to chase Bode. I'll 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 send it to you in the afterwards. Yeah, I <laughs> that did. That is
1: funny. That's good. That's I good. I did it.
0: Uh, but oh my god! Once that happened, I had so many questions. I'm like, Bo just killed Cordova. This is a guy that I mean. One thing we didn't mention, and it's it's like surface level stuff. It's nothing crazy, but in some sequences, you could take uh your partners with you on missions, and they'll help you in combat. That's, so like
1: That's a new addition to the gameplay. That's
0: a new addition. It's only two characters until the end of the game. Then it becomes one. <laughs> um, it's Marin and Bode. <laughs> uh, so that's cool. You get like unique animation combos to like take out certain enemies. They have their own special abilities that you could command them to do to like lock in characters or do grenades, whatever. So that's all cool. That's all cool with uh, uh, fighting alongside them. But yeah, Bode betrays you, and it's like, what is going on? So now, so I think we talked about this too. The the second big extravaganza of the game kicks off. Um, you're chasing Bode, you get on a land speeder that we clearly noticed early on in the game was just parked in the garage facing right. a door, and I'm and we're both like, You're using that at some point. Something's gonna happen. And you're going to need to speed off on this thing. Don't know for what.
1: Also thought we would be able to use it whenever we want to as well.
0: Oh, no. It is for one sequence.
1: One sequence. One sequence.
0: It was a good sequence. It was a good uh, sequence. You're you're chasing Bode on a speeder as the Empire is invading Jeddah to raid the base because Bode also ratted out. Bode betrayed you because he was working for the Empire or rather specifically for someone in the Empire. Um and now they're raiding the the Jetta base. Uh and you're chasing boat on a land speeder. Stormtrooper's chasing you. <laughs> There's one stormtrooper that didn't deserve all that. A cow like lifted him up in the air and a, a TIE fighter just <laughs> plastered him on the windshield like a bug. It's a lot
1: of murder going around here. Someone through like, the Jedi code.
0: You could have just d- picked him up and dropped him into the sand. <laughs> that would have been enough he's easily. not your problem anymore
1: easily
0: um but cool lance speeder segment you eventually catch up to bode and now it's like you know you're talking to bode you're like bode why'd you why'd you do this man we were friends you killed cordoba and you notice there's tension building up And you're like what's gonna happen like bode is like saying something bad's gonna happen what what, what's gonna happen and I kind of in the moment at, at first I was like is he a Jedi <laughs> is he is he a Sith <laughs> he's gonna use the four he's gonna boom he force pushes you I okay as pure shock value I was blown away I was blown for shock value I was like oh my god! He just... What is he? And then when that lightsaber turned red, I'm like, oh, so many questions. Is he a Sith? Is he a Dark boy? Is he an Inquisitor? What is going on? I remember I talked to you for a second on this. You said you saw this coming a mile away. I called I, BS. I
1: knew... All right, there... Okay. I knew something was wrong with him something was not dandy something was not clear as day it was this it was how he would talk about kata and breaking away from the order uh and all that uh and then obviously it came ahead when you know we got to use it to protect kata only no bode we got to help more than just kata we got to help everybody clearly distraught to the lengths he would go I did not predict but I knew something was up with him I knew something in the third act was going to be centered around Bode um
0: no way so
1: I knew that I knew that there are signs there are signs throughout also he was hinting that you should just settle down with Marin you know leave this life behind oh uh, yeah you yeah. know
0: that was and an element I- to Cal's story trying to find himself like
1: or you, is this worth it? Is, is this all worth this worth it? it? What or do is, you
0: want? What do you it, want?
1: Is there anything else outside of fighting the Empire? You and know? you
0: get that scene right before the betrayal. Uh, I know what I want. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, great sequence. They got busy.
1: Great, great sequence, yes. Uh, I'm I'm here for the cow marin relationship. But yeah, no, just Bode always seemed off. And then at times... I think he had plot armor like in the fight versus Dagon. i was like is he going to die i don't and during that fight i was like I, d- I don't want him to die i hope he doesn't die
0: i wouldn't call it plot armor i i thought he was just part of the squad it's like he can't die here oh i,
1: I just i'm just like oh he can die he he might die uh-huh. um and then he did it, and i was like hmm but um no i did not call him being a jedi and him being a jedi I was just like again i just said how i'm o- over this whole these games specifically do this with the the jedi turn bad they're disgruntled uh i don't i'm over it i I need like villains outside of a jedi gone rogue um right i i need more i need more but not to take away from the sequence the sequence is still good it's a great sequel it was, was
0: shog yeah it and it's not over shug. either
1: it's not even over it's
0: not over i, I think it gets better after this I, I think it does get better um you fight you try fighting um bode overly powered he's more powerful than you uh he just has more at his disposal Cal gets knocked out and you get the respawn button at the top and you're like respawn
1: oh that was good <laughs> that was good
0: but <laughs> it felt kind of god of war-ish uh from Ragnarok. Oh, very much
1: Everybody's trying to do this, too.
0: Everyone. Oh, God. Force the
1: game over. Oh, it's part of the cinematic experience.
0: Every masterpiece has its cheap copy. (laughs) Um, So you respawn, and immediately when I saw the camera turning to her back, I'm like, there's no way. Are we going to play as Seer? And as soon as the stormtroopers came in, I said, do your work, girl. And she obliterated them. She was force slamming ships from the sky. She was activating these Jetta traps with like these boulders that knocked over (laughs) AT-ATs. That was so fun. That was so cool. I love that. Um, Just playing as Seer, being overpowered. This was really fun. I love, love the sequence. Um, Same, same. This was fantastic, and then you y- y- crescendo into a scene where I would, as soon as Seer got to the, I guess, uh, the archives, and she's telling, uh, what BD or um, she's she's telling someone to run away. Like,
1: oh, she's all like BD to download something, and she's like, "I'll be fine."
0: I'm like, death flag, death flag. I don't know what's gonna happen, <laughs> ne- but death never flag. in it,
1: it amidst the disaster, never say, "I'll be fine."
0: Never, because you know what's going to happen. And as soon as the camera panned towards the door, I knew who it was. Before that door opened, I'm like, I know who it has to be.
1: I thought it was going to be him, but I was like, hmm, didn't they do this in the first game? But I was like, wait, this is a different experience. Well, I was like, this is different. You are playing as Seer. Right. You know? And it, sure enough, he, it, it is him. Uh, yeah,
0: it, it's a him moment. That is him.
1: <laughs> a him moment. Yeah. How do you know it's, uh, he, this is him. Uh, he comes straight in like very short on words. Uh, seer got a nice clap back. Uh, I just let go of my fear this time, you know? Yep. Um, and it's great. You do battle with Darth Vader. Um beautiful. I think it was the best boss battle in the game. Um difficult
0: as well. Difficult. Uh, third yeah. phase. Third phase was third kicking phase. my ass. If he
1: if he got that bookshelf and threw it at you, you're Bam. done. You're I was like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta
0: do this again. Um, oh man.
1: No, great, great sequence. And dare I say, I mean, I don't know if it's a trope, but I feel a lot of times in sequels now we get elements where you play as another character uh within the oh, game is
0: this is this our um i i, I won't say <laughs> i don't want to
1: say it's atreus because atreus you literally play him yeah he gets multiple times throughout and everything right this one's simply you know just uh just seer in this right. sequence
0: which is still fun still nonetheless
1: super fun super great battle super great time running around as her doing as you said uh and i love this moment and in all honesty i don't think the rest of the game matches this moment after so that's this because it doesn't okay and that's a problem
0: um it Christian, that's a detriment to the game it is it is because this this very well could have just been the final act um and it wasn't. Uh, seer almost lands a killing blow on Darth Vader. She she lands some pretty good. Oh, she hits. she she beat him up. Yeah, he was
1: she beat the crap out of him.
0: Cindering and everything. He was yeah. He was toasted by the time he left. Yeah, um, she said, "You
1: want to be a robot? I'm gonna cut you down like a robot."
0: Yes, and uh, it was just great. And then you get the emotional bit with Cal getting there thinking that he got there right when she died but she he actually got there when all of it was already destroyed it's already a, in ashes he
1: basically did a force echo
0: he did a force echo right yeah um that was all just great i i do think the darth vader bit in fallen order was a lot better um cinematic wise cinematic yes. right yes. Uh, cause you play as Cal and you try to fight Darth Vader and it's like, this ain't happening. He ate the one. <laughs> he...
1: This will not go the way you think.
0: <laughs> and he, he just, he just tosses you to the, to the, to the side. He's like, not he, this game, baby. He even
1: tossed Seer, I forgot too. Like Seer comes at him at first and he's like, sends hmm. her flying.
0: Yeah. I mean, Seer kind of like tried to do something to him at the end of Fallen Order. Like she was holding him down with like the force. Yeah. And he was like on his knees, and he's like, "Oh, I like that. Uh,
1: BD did the most damage to Darth Vader in the first game.
0: Right, right. Um, so, yeah, Seer dies, and uh, that's pretty much the top moment in the game. After yeah. that, it becomes a mad chase for Bode. Um, you go chase him onto an Imperial base, forgettable base. Uh, it's just a a base just a base nothing crazy um you you learn that cal's tapping into more of the dark side of the force now
1: um well Um, you know basically in that scene with maron he says he's good to leave the order he's like the order's gone so that means the rules are too. from there i take it as cal is very loose with his interpretation of how to manipulate and use the force and he is very much driven by emotion at this point in the game uh so the dark side finds its way anger leads to hate hate leads to suffering suffering leads to the dark side uh sure. that's the that's the thing
0: yeah so, yoda i'm i'm sure yeah all right
1: thank you uh he's Doesn't hurting mean he was right i didn't, the point is cal's hurting yeah he's going to dip his toes into the dark side. Also right. cool moment, I guess for him. Just cool. slaughtering In-game everybody.
0: And in- because like you you now have that ability at your disposal. You do? You, you do. Slice people up. Now it's slow motion and a boost in damage. So. Yep. I like that. Um so that was good. Uh Bo gets away. He runs away with his daughter. Some back and forth between Cal and Boat, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I did it for my daughter. What would you do, Cal? Wouldn't you do it for someone you loved? Mm-hmm. Maybe you and Marin? Mm-hmm. No, he wouldn't. Uh, so they chase them. They get to Tantalor. um, and yeah, I mean, like, there's this one-on-one with like Cal and Kata, and it seems like he's trying to build a bond with Kata but it feels kind of scummy a little bit because Cal knows he's there to kill <laughs> Bode, And it's like, he's being nice to Kata to get to Bode, And it's like, Cal, what are you going to do when Bode enters the room? <laughs> what are you going to do to Bode in front of that little girl? Um, but I, I don't know. They, they somehow make it work. Um, they get to Tantalor, which another disappointment. It is, this planet that was talked about the entire game and it's not even a linear level like the other planets it's not even an open world level like (laughs) Jetta or kobo it is a hallway
1: it is one and done
0: it is one and done this planet that was talked about the entire game bam one and done and you fight bode and bode's using all his tricks he's using the force he's using his lightsaber He's he's using everything. His blaster, grenades, grenades. This bit was kind of hard for me too. Um, when it got to when he tackled you onto the second floor on the bottom, mm. um, that bit, I think maybe not as much as Darth Vader, but like it it took me like a couple tries to to get it right with him.
1: I I had a much more difficult time with Vader than I did with Bode. which yeah. for me a finale that should be the hardest bit. Right, very impressive. If in the game the hardest boss is not the finale, but in this game, I I needed it to be right. And uh, because I already wasn't a big fan of Bode as a betrayal, so at least make this fight super hard. Mm, didn't really get that,
0: yeah. Um I mean, once again, Cal tapping into the dark side of the force, trying to almost kills Bode multiple times. Uh, but he, he doesn't want to kill Bode. He doesn't want to kill Bode. gives him multiple chances to say, Bode, come on, buddy. Stop it. And then you get these bits with like, this is where, okay, this is where I really don't like the portrayal of Bode uh, and his relationship in this game with his daughter. Um you get scenes where, like, Kata is like, um, like saying, Dad, please just let them arrest you. Uh, <laughs> and Bode's like, No, and he like force pushes her, and that's supposed to make you feel like, How dare he force push his daughter?
1: He's How too he- far gone.
0: He's too, you see, you're supposed to think that, but then you look at all the other scenes with him. And there's nothing that implies that Boat is a bad father to his daughter. There is one scene. There is one dialogue that Kata has where she says, ever since mom died, dad has not been the same. Almost implying that he just goes crazy with her sometimes. But that is never shown. The force echoes you like, listen to there's not a single one where it looks like Boat is manipulative, is abusive to his daughter outside of that one scene where he's in the middle of a fight trying to protect himself and his daughter. And, um, uh, he, don't tell me how to raise my kids. <laughs> and he force pushes Cal. Um, and there's like another echo where like they're singing that song, that song about the space. You know that lullaby that they sing? Uh Oh, no, you do. I don't know it. I mean, do you know what I'm talking about? The lullaby? Yes. Okay, they're singing that together at one point, and one of the force echoes. Yes. And I'm like, listen, if my if my job was to think that Bode had it coming in that ending, y'all failed bad cuz you can't just show me him force pushing his daughter and saying nope he got to go, gotta
1: go. <laughs> he's got to go he's got
0: to go that that's a he he's too far gone execute him uh that no it doesn't work like that cuz he wasn't like that outside of that fight so yeah no uh you, you kill bode boom boom shoot him in the in the chest Hada takes it pretty well you know, she looks a little sad at his funeral, uh, but for a child that just lost her only living relative,
1: taking it very well.
0: Taking it very, very well. Uh, point of concern, because uh, you know there there are some optional dialogue bits where, like, you speak with Marin, and I think Cal asks, uh, "Do you think Marin? Do you think Kata will hate us uh, for what we did to her dad?" And uh, Marin says, mm-hmm. like. Only Kata can understand what she will become in the future. Only she can choose. I'm like, okay, so she gonna hate me in the future? She gonna try and kill me?
1: I don't think Kata holds any animosity, which is also weird.
0: She does not. This,
1: how, yeah, she, she literally... opens up
0: to them. She's like, like they're it. given age wise. It feels more like brother, older brother, older sister. But given the relationship of the crew now, it definitely feels like Cal and Marin are mom and dad. Kata is adoptive daughter. Grease is crazy uncle.
1: That's fine and that works. Um It works. There I guess, yeah, there's just some bits where it just feels like again, this more could be fleshed out as far as she did just lose her dad and now we just got to get on board with the fact she's going to be traveling with them fighting the empire whatever the hell that looks like right Uh, and yeah just be all right with running around with the people that just took out your dad and also just she has this great understanding of why her dad needed to go which is um
0: yeah like, I, I, I guess... get it. it. It's like he wanted the planet, Tantalor, for only him and his daughter. And that's selfish in a way. Um, and also, he 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 betrayed them because he was working with the Empire. That mm. was a thing. Um, don't really care for it, but figured we'd throw it out there. He's working. It, it was a way to protect his daughter. That's why he was working with the Empire. Right. Um, from the beginning.
1: From oh, the yeah, beginning. because, you know, it totally makes sense to work for the Empire after the inquisitors came and killed your wife,
0: well, it's either that or death. Choose. So go
1: work for the people that already killed the person you love the most. If you, I get it.
0: Option is death. you ain't got much of a choice.
1: Uh, I think there's some choices they could have explored a little more, but it's fine. It's fine.
0: Storytelling wise, yeah. They Obviously, done something.
1: Docking at some points because yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's. I've seen better fleshed out story elements.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's practically the story of Fallen Order. It ends there. Tantalor is ripe for the taking uh, for the hidden path. Um, Still under the
1: impression, yeah, they're going to get them there somehow.
0: Right. I would imagine there's... I mean, they're going to make a sequel. They left it very open to... Tell a story with Cal again and Marin and now Kata. Um, whether that's explored in a show. I'm surprised they have not somehow incorporated cameos of Cal. Like, you know, just literally bring on Cameron on set. And there's your Cal. There's your Cal for a live action uh I don't know, whatever show during this era of I, Star I, Wars. I
1: think they're trying to figure out where he's gonna fit. Or whether or not he even survives uh, at certain right. points. Right. Oh,
0: roll credits.
1: Mm. Survive.
0: Survive. Mm.
1: Uh, um, so yeah, I think they're trying to figure it out.
0: Right. Um. But yeah, that's Jedi Survivor. That's its entire story. And I mean, hey, uh, if 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 you felt like we were ripping on the the game a little too much. <laughs> Because we really liked the first one, with everything it did right. Um, like I said before, I, it, I imagine we're at this point already with scoring. Um, I mean, I gave the first one anywhere between a nine to a nine point five. I really, really love the first game. It was fantastic. This game story lacks a lot of the major things that made me love the first one. And that's a problem. The gameplay is great. The gameplay is fantastic, but when you couple the performance of the game, how it runs, the the frame rate chugs a lot in multiple instances. Um, and then the story. The story is important. I feel like the story is really important, and what made me a Fallen Order fan. Um. I'm sitting I'm sitting at an 8 which is still a great score. I mean the game was still fun. The game was still fun to play. It's still a great game. Um it's, it's just in my opinion not as good as the first one. Uh as as a whole package, as a whole package. Story, uh game, characters, development and uh, like exploration, it all felt more cohesive and more natural. This one didn't feel that way. Uh, so I'm like at an eight, the max, that's the max I would give it. I, I, I'm honestly thinking between seven and eight, really. And, and, you know, seven's not a bad score. Seven's good. Seven's good.
1: Seven is average.
0: Seven is you passed and you have a stamp of approval to make another one. <laughs> Once you get into six, you're like, what the hell did you make? This is, what the hell was this? But, I mean, again, performance may vary. Some people may love this game. Some people may say, I didn't have a single glitch in the game. I don't know what you're talking about. To those people, I call you a liar. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. An 8 at the max, but if I really want to beat this thing down, 7.5 maybe. But in its best moments, and there are really, really good moments. Eight. I'm at an eight. What are you at? Uh, I think I'm also
1: at an eight. Potentially an 8.5.
0: No! Oh!
1: Uh, but I was like, hmm... 0.5 away from a nine, which is where I and more likely sit with the first game.
0: That's that's where I really wanted to divide my line. I'm like, I don't want to give it something close to what I gave the first because I think the first is better in a lot of ways.
1: I think, you know, just uh, thematically speaking, you know, the first game is called Fallen Order is very much just uh, an episode of Star Wars of the ramifications of order 66 and watching a a story play immediately off of that, you know, uh, this game is called Jedi survivor. There's a running theme of what it means to be living and a means to be surviving. Uh, and many characters actually go through arcs that more or less tackle those issues. Uh, but with that said, the story loses itself a lot of times i believe uh it's like it was trying to j- it's juggling too much uh is this a game about the high uh high republic or is this a game about the imperial uh regime you know mm. um this game I, the first game is dang near perfect uh there this the story was so clean and crisp all the way through that everything works in its favor and then the culmination with the cinematic reveal of Darth Vader at the very end i believe is one of the greatest video game finales there is and that's just me
0: <laughs> that's okay that's okay rider in your horizons
1: i don't think this game has any moments that live up to that moment and for me yeah these types of games i play for this cinematic moments that were
0: close close there were moments
1: that were close specifically the seer bit um in the bone. uh oh yeah but when it comes down to it is just yeah there's um there just isn't a moment that really rivals it and i like playing games like these for the cinematic quality that is put into it, I like playing games like this where it feels like I'm watching a Star Wars movie. This is Star Wars, a Jedi story, a uh, survivor, you know. Wow. Um, but I didn't. I didn't get that. I this felt like an outing of Obi Wan or an outing of Mandalorian season three, where I'm not. Oh
0: wow. It, it felt like filler.
1: Not that it was filler. Um, Dagon felt like filler, actually. Um,
0: yeah, that thing with Dagon, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, not I, a fan. Not I a can't fan. get
1: behind it. No, I can't. Um, yeah, I think there's a greater story to be told with Cal Kestis and crew. Uh, this wasn't it. Elements of good are sprinkled throughout the story, but overall, can't save it. The only thing that keeps me from getting, Given this game a grade lower than anything lower than 8. The gameplay is great, as we talked gameplay about The gameplay is really good. Um, They perfected Star Wars lightsaber combat. I love the lightsaber combat. Ooh, no they matter...
0: perfected it.
1: Uh, I mean, maybe it could use some tweaks here and there, but it's damn near perfect. Do you, do you, um, you
0: think it's the best iteration of Star Wars lightsaber combat they've ever made? Yes. For what you've down. played.
1: Yes, hands down. Hands down.
0: Because I, I imagine... Battlefront, old Battlefront, Battlefront. Lego,
1: Star Wars. Don't, don't, uh, Force Force Unleashed. Unleashed. Um, yeah, no, no, that's probably the
0: best comparison. That is the best comparison,
1: but at the end of the day, that game is more button mash than anything. Yeah, uh, there's not really a skill to controlling the lightsaber combat like this one.
0: People would say
1: otherwise, no, some people are wrong. Uh, wow. Oh man. Yeah, no, I think it, I think that's the saving grace of this game. The the lightsaber combat, the platforming, uh all that is really enjoyable. Uh like uberly enjoyable. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, I'd love to see what they do more in a sequel. Um because I don't know what else they could do more. I didn't even think about freaking uh <laughs> freaking crossguard, man. What are they going to do next? What they did in Star Wars Visions Volume 1 with the lightsaber umbrella is that what we're going to next
0: oh my well that was that was like a samurai one right yeah it's the
1: samurai yeah. one yeah they
0: could oh my can you imagine three sword style no yes no his mouth why that's not fuck,
1: that's dumb centaur you <laughs> Centauri- <laughs> No do you no 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 no, no, no. Onigiri- <laughs> no 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 i don't i I challenge them to improve upon the lightsaber gameplay. I don't even know what more you can add to the platforming, to be honest. But, uh,
0: oh my goodness. Uh, I mean, well, they could add a lot. They, I mean, they, that was probably one of the best elements I feel like people don't talk about when it comes to uh, this game in particular. Like the lightsaber combat is great, force abilities are cool, but the platforming is so fun. I just want yes. them to keep adding more and more. Just make it crazy. Make it go crazy. It's Star
1: Wars. Why not go crazy? You yeah, and it's
0: already crazy. I mean, you got the hookshot. You got the dash.
1: Oh, the... there's so much more that could be done. Yeah. So yeah. much more that could be done. Um, Another element real quick, the Jedi Chambers. Uh, I didn't think about it, but they're very much giving shrines from Breath of the Wild
0: you know Uh, i didn't even play breath of the wild and i knew it was like shrines from breath of the wild
1: yep yep
0: i immediately knew with how small the shrine the i'm calling them shrines how small the (laughs) jedi temples were i'm like these are the shrines that people hated or not hated but the shrines that people were divided on yeah in, in in breath of the wild
1: yeah yeah no definitely um Just throwing that out there, but yeah, yeah, there's there's elements to a greater game here. Uh, Take what was good and improved upon from this game, and take what was great from the first game that they somehow left out for whatever reason, and you got a great third entry. I think.
0: I think you can have a great have a grand finale. Um, One final thing: uh, there's a brief cameo of a character. That appears in the game. Uh, there's like a bounty hunter system uh, with Cage, the bounty hunter, species of Kate Fisto. Um, I don't know what his species name is. Uh,
1: but, I don't know either.
0: But the water looking people. Um, the fish. Um, the fish with dreads. The fish with dreads.
1: Not uh, not Tolan. I just looked it up. Not Tolan. Whatever that is. Sure.
0: Um. But yeah, you do bounties for her. He, there's like a like a like a hierarchy of the bounty hunters that chase you uh, throughout the game. You turn in your bounty pucks that you get from the bounties you kill and then you give them to her. Eventually, you turn in all of them, you fight cage cuz she's like, "Oh, it looks like all the bounties have been turned in and your bounty has gone up." Trying to kill you, Calcastus, and she betrays you. <laughs> she tries to kill you. And then lo and behold who smashes in from the ceiling to let you know that the Star Wars universe is canon. This is the SWU. Who smashes in from the ceiling?
1: Uh none other than everybody's favorite bounty hunter Boba Fett.
0: Boba Fett. Only in a cutscene though. You don't fight him. Which kind of sucks. Uh missed opportunity. Very missed opportunity. You fight Cage before he shows up, and once you beat her, it's like, oh, okay. So, am I gonna fight Boba now? Is he is he here for me? No, he's here for Cage. He's not here for Jedi. But he said, "Make no mistake, Jedi. We are not allies." Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I guess I'll kick your ass in the next game. Oh god! If you even show up, what? It, I mean, it was a fun little cameo. I I would have loved to fight him, but yeah, can't fight him.
1: Well, oh, I think we're past cameos,
0: right? Right. We
1: like to see more.
0: Pretty much, pretty much. But um, yeah, I guess outside of that, you know, it's. It was a good entry in the Star Wars, uh, Jedi franchise out of the two games they have. I wanted it to be great and fantastic, um, from beginning to end. It wasn't that. Still fun time. You're still gonna have fun with it. Still have fun with it. Um, but God damn it, it is not as good as the first game, and I will take that! I will take that to the grave. Um... But any, any final words on Survivor uh, or kind of like the future of this series? I mean, we're probably not going to see another one until, like, God. 20- 2027? 2026? Probably, yeah. Four-year development cycle. At least from the from the first to the second game, it was four. And part of that could have been COVID. Part of that could have been COVID that pushed it out. Um, I'm, I'm going
1: to say 2026. I would hope to see another game.
0: 2026. Three, three years. Okay.
1: But they would have to be moving now, I guess.
0: Right. And I want the game to be finished when they release it. I want it to be done. nope Take nope. your time.
1: Take your bloody time.
0: <laughs> no day one patches, no more. Make that the standard again. Make the game finished day one. Um but uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I- I'm still looking forward to the future of this series. I, I love I still love the character of Cal Kestis. Um I want to see him incorporated more in canon to, like, maybe a TV series, whether it's a cartoon or a live-action series. They they could play around with Cal Kestis. You know, the actor, uh, Cameron, he's still young and spry. He he, he can move around as, as his character. I don't know if you want to age him up <laughs> to be in the sequels uh, or whatever, but play with him. Play around with Cal. Do something but i think that's about it here at the yonko table on star wars jedi survivor uh let us know what you all think about jedi survivor uh was this for whatever reason was this your favorite jedi game between fallen order and survivor i'm, I'm, I'm curious to know i actually genuinely want to know what did you like more about this game than the previous one what is your take on the entire jedi franchise in general do you think it is better than the previous jedi games we've gotten like force unleashed or lego star wars um (laughs) and what do you just think overall let us know what your thoughts are down in the comments below wherever you're listening to us on whether it be apple Podcasts, youtube spotify twitter instagram tiktok at the Yonko table. Check out the Twitch channel. That's where we've been playing Jedi Survivor live at Dr. Jace Attorney. No, we already finished it. But we're giving out YouTube shorts uh, on the daily for our plays, our Let's Plays for Survivor. So check out the YouTube channel if you want to see more of that. I'll be sending Grandmaster Hoop my uh, my, uh, black suit Spider-Man impression. BOLD! You can't escape from me. You know what's funny? That I did that scene as I was coming up to an elevator, which you had to look up, which is kind of like the bell tower in oh. <laughs> in the cartoon. Yeah, very okay. appropriate. That's all I'll say. It's very fitting. It's fitting. But we'll catch you next time, folks. I'm Dr. Jace Attorney, fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop. And what do you wanna? What do you wanna close this one off with? I I i i got something i got i got uh um, oh
1: god um, i got
0: um let's see uh do you trust me Calcastos?
1: i do um uh, <laughs> i don't think i got anything um shoot
0: bd stem me um i bd i need a stem
1: oh god come ah. on uh, hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! You hold got up.
0: five, four, three, wait, wait. two, <laughs> one. Hey, Cal, it's me, Turgle I'm <laughs> done. Know. I don't. know